Well, hello everyone. Welcome to Tuesday's five-minute sermon, Sonny Kathy's five-minute sermon. Uh, ready to share the word of the Lord with you this morning. As we see some folks jump on board, we will begin to get ready. Amen. Um, have a good word for you today entitled, Diversity is the Seed of Function. Well, my beautiful wife has showed up. Amen. So I got her anyway. And we will wait for others to join. I, you're a little slow this morning. You must still be sleepy-eyed. <laughs> uh, but we want to get going here. Haley Driscoll-Williams, good to see you, lady. Amen. You and Janine are the first victims. <laughs> Greg Davis, good to see you all the way in southern Indiana. Uh, Always great to see one of our pastors show up. Haley Driscoll-Williams, good morning. I just can't stop putting Driscoll in there. <laughs> uh, Sheila Kelly and Sister Haney, good morning, Brother Greg Davis. Good to see you, sir. Amen. Tell your mom and dad and your beautiful wife and those uh, all the church that we said hello today. Uh, whenever you get with them, I guess tomorrow night. Judy Hernandez, good to see you. It's been a little while since we've seen you. I know you've been busy, I'm sure. Uh, Sheila Kelly, good morning, everyone. Praise the Lord. Judy Hernandez, good morning. We're happy to see you. We'll get kicked off here in just a few seconds. We wanted a few people to join on board. Uh, Sister Haney's here, so that's the most important thing because she takes notes, and I've got to wait for her to get on so I can give a scripture. Uh, hello, Kramer. Hello, LOL, Haley. <laughs> I know, man. I just can't. Uh, I've known you as Driscoll. Amen. Uh, good morning, Kramer. All right. We're going to move on here and we'll get started. Pam Dotson, good to see you this morning. Where's our John Johnson? Uh-oh. I don't know where he's at, that rascal. He's slow this morning. Uh, Haley says, that's what I go by still. Okay. Uh, Anyway, it's great to see you all. I have a I have a message today about diversity among us. Uh, Don Hegg, there's old Don. Now we need John to show up and Robert Womack, but uh, and some others. But anyway, Sister Haney, if you want to go ahead and write down uh, Luke seven thirty one through thirty six, Luke seven thirty one through thirty six, and then we will be talking about Matthew nine fourteen through fifteen. Matthew nine fourteen and 15, and then we will be looking at Matthew 14, 18 through 21, uh, just for Sister Haney to get her stuff written down. And then there's, I'll, I'll call these out again, Sister Haney, but there's Luke 7, Luke 7, 35 again, and 1 Corinthians 12, verse 12 through 27, chapter 12. Verse 12 through 27, 1 Corinthians. Amen. Lana Chapman, good to see you this morning, Sister Chapman. Uh, good to see Brother Millsap on. Everybody loves Brother Millsap. We call him Bro Mill. Amen. He calls me Sun Man. So uh, anyway, folks, let's go ahead and get into the word of the Lord. Uh, we're going to talk about diversity is the seed of function. Amen. In Luke 7, 31 through 36, I, I, there's something that I've never really seen. I've never really studied it. Uh, so it's, you know, but, but I don't know. In, in my Bible reading this morning, this really stood out, and it caused me to want to preach on it this morning. I feel like this was the five-minute sermon 
the Lord picked out. But in Luke 7, 31 through 36, and the Lord said, now this is Jesus speaking, so we all need to listen. And the Lord said, wherein to then shall I like liken the men of this generation? And to what are they like? They are like unto children sitting in the marketplace and calling one to another and saying, we have piped unto you and you have not danced. We have mourned to you and you have not wept. For John the Baptist came neither eating nor drinking. Hello, Eric. John the Baptist came neither eating nor drinking and you said he had a devil. The son of man, which is Jesus, Jesus said this. He said, John's, John came eating and drinking, or, or came not eating or drinking, uh, and you said he's got a devil, and then the son of man came eating and drinking, and you said, behold, he's a glutton. In other words, you can't make these people happy. You play music for them, they won't dance. You, you, uh, uh, you, you do things to cause them to mourn, and they do not weep. Amen. But he said, I came eating and drinking, and you said that I'm a glutton and a wine-bibber and a friend of publicans and sinners, and John came starving to death, and you said he had a devil, but wisdom, listen, here's the verse that God gave me this morning, but wisdom is justified of all her children, all right? Now, I've never really seen that. I thought it said wisdom is justified of her children. But it says that wisdom is justified of all of her children. When we all come together, all of our idiosyncrasies, all of our diversity, all of our weirdness sometimes. I'm a screaming, yelling preacher when I'm not not in front of my computer here. I don't scream as much. But when I'm in a pulpit, folks, anybody that's ever I've ever preached for, Brother Millsap, uh, different ones that are on here will tell you. Sonny Kathy's a screaming, yelling preacher. Amen. And uh, and then there's Brother Millsap. Now, he'll scream and yell, but Brother Millsap starts slow and methodically. You, you've you seen him teach on here, know that. He's slow and methodical. But then when he shakes that head, friend, <laughs> get ready. A thunderstorm is about to take place because he gets after it. But that's our different styles. We're different. Brother Millsap loves mine. He's he's had me preach for him dozens and dozens and dozens of times over the years. Amen. And I wanted him to preach for me, but he never could get away. But but he liked my style, and I love his style. Amen. And so what I'm saying is we're all diverse. And so for once in all of my years of Bible reading, this scripture came to light to me, but wisdom is justified of all of her children. Okay, so what's my sermon about today? John didn't eat, and I do, Jesus said. I'm speaking for Jesus today because it's in his Bible. John didn't eat, and I do. John and his disciples are known for fasting, okay? And I'm the Anthony Bourdain of the Bible, Jesus said. I'm the cook. I traveled the countryside cooking. There, uh, John Johnson finally showed up, people. Let's all give him a hand clap. Amen. But anyway, he said, I, I, Jesus said, I am the Anthony Bourdain of, of, of the scripture, and John the Baptist is known for his fasting. Amen. And we'll learn more about that in just a minute. But listen to this. Jesus can be so hilarious sometimes. I want to, I want to read one more verse after he said, uh, you call me a glutton, and you call John the Baptist a faster, and you you say that I'm a glutton. But I want you to know, notice Jesus' sense of humor. The very next verse after he said, wisdom is justified of all her children, 
uh, it also says in verse 36, and one of the fairies desired, one of the Pharisees desired of him that he would come eat with them. <laughs> Jesus just said, you call me a wine bibber to glutton. And one of the Pharisees walked up and said, you want to come eat supper? And Jesus said, sure, let's go eat. <laughs> I'm telling you folks, man, I'm telling you, the Lord has a sense of humor. Amen. And so they go to eat at the Pharisee's house. He's so hilarious. Amen. Uh, so what is our sermon about today? John didn't eat, and I do. I've already told you that. But listen to this. In Matthew 9, 14 and 15, one day the disciples of John the Baptist came to Jesus and asked him, why don't your disciples fast? We're fasters, and you're not, Jesus. Your guys, every time we see them, they're sitting down eating. Amen. And we're starving to death. John's got us starving over here. And when John does eat, he wants us to eat grasshoppers and honey. Amen. And you're eating caviar. You're eating fish and bread, the loaves. And, and, and John's got us eating grasshoppers, and he's got us. And so we're so different. How come your disciples don't fast? And Jesus was known for food. John the Baptist was known for starvation. Jesus was known for food. I've known people that have passed, fasted 40 days at a time. I have fasted 21 days. I've never fasted 40, but I fasted 21 with nothing but water. And after a while, you know, you feel like you can just go forever until you finally die because you haven't had food in your body in so long that you really don't even want to eat. Amen. But Jesus... Jesus was a faster. He fasted 40 days, but John was known for fasting and his disciples. That's what they did. Jesus was known for multiplying fish and loaves. I'm going to prove that to you here in just a minute. Jesus said in Matthew 14, 18 through 21, bring them here. He said, then he told the people to sit down on the grass. Jesus took the five loaves and the two fishes, looked up toward heaven and blessed them. Then breaking the loaves into pieces, he gave the bread to the disciples who distributed it to the people. They all ate as much as they wanted, man. This is Jesus's ministry. They all ate as much as they wanted, and afterward, the disciples picked up 12 baskets of leftovers. About 5,000 men, not counting the women and children, ate that day. And then there was the 3,000. Jesus fed the 3,000. You get my gist? John's John the Baptist's disciples and him fasted. Jesus created uh, a meal for 5,000. Jesus created a meal for 3,000. It sounded like a cruise ship, man. I don't know how in the world they cook all that food for seven days on a cruise ship for thousands of people at a time. I've been on them. And I'm like, dude, how do you even carry all this food on here and along with the fuel and the people? Amen. But they do, and they feed three to 5,000 people a day, three meals a day, plus all the snacks you want to eat all day long. I'm ready for a cruise. <laughs> But my Weight Watchers coach won't let me, I imagine. Amen. But listen to this. Listen. So, and another thing Jesus talked about was he cursed a fig tree because it didn't have food for him to eat. It wasn't even in season. But Jesus cursed a fig tree because it did not have food to eat, even though it wasn't in season. But it was all about food. Jesus was was talking about uh Jesus was talking about food, and John the Baptist was talking about fasting. Amen. And uh, people are trying to call me on Messenger, so I'm trying to get out of that right now. But anyway, you understand what I'm saying? But diversity 
creates functionality. We're different. Don't dread and don't regret and don't apologize for being different. Now, I'm not talking about sin, y'all. I'm not talking about you can do your ministry or your life any way you want to as far as sin is concerned. Sin is missing the mark and you'll go to hell for sin. Amen. I'm not talking about that. But if you're weird like John Johnson, keep being weird. You know what I'm saying? Amen. If you're, if you like making everybody laugh like me and John do, then just keep on being weird and do your ministry. Everywhere we go, my wife is howling, laughing at me. I told her, as long as I can keep you laughing or crying, baby, you'll never leave me. Amen. Because I keep her emotional all the time. She nearly choked the other day because I said something. <laughs> I'm not going to tell you what I said. It's between her and I. But anyway, folks, you know what I'm saying? We, we need the diversity. The screamers and the yellers will attract people. When I pastored two different churches, uh, you know, people were attracted to my ministry and they came there because I was an evangelist. I, screaming, yelling, evangelist. We cast out devils. People got healed. There were great miracles that took place. And yet there's the quiet guy that that people would not be attracted to him that are attracted to me. But yet people stayed away in droves from my church that would go to the church where the quiet guy was because they were attracted to his ministry. And and that's okay. I'm for that. I don't want to have anybody in our church that don't want to be there. Uh, you know, I'd happily send them to a place where they will function better. I never regretted when somebody else went to another church. It didn't grieve me because I knew that they had a different personality and mine did not appeal to them. But then there are many people that are appealed to my personality. Uh, you're evidence of that evidently because you've been showing up month after month after month, four, five days a week or five days a week. Amen. And, uh, and so evidently there's something that you're attracted to, and, and I hope it's the Bible more than me, but but it, at least my style is something that you, you, you're you not saying, man, I don't want to watch this dude anymore. I can't stand him. No, we are, we are drawn to different types of ministries. It takes all kinds to make up the body of Christ. I did not really know what Luke 7.35 meant until today as God gave me this five-minute sermon. Jesus said we're all different. John eats and I, John doesn't eat and I do. When he does eat, it's grasshoppers and honey, and I eat caviar, fish, and bread. Amen. And then the revealing scripture comes that I that I didn't see till today, and I just told you about it. But wisdom is justified of all her children. Amen. Wisdom is justified of all her children. Wisdom is justified of all her children. It takes them all. It takes them all and all their different methods and personalities to make the kingdom of God functionable. In 1 Corinthians, if you don't believe me yet, look at this. 1 Corinthians 12, 12 through 27, one body and many parts. The human body has many parts, but the many parts make up one whole body. So it is with the body of Christ. That's you. Haley, you're different. John, you're different. Evelyn, you're different. Sister Haney, you're different. I'm different. But the Bible says that the body's different. My nose can't be my ear. Amen. Amen. It can't be my ear. My ear hears and my nose smells. My mouth tastes and speaks. Amen. My fingers pick up things. Amen. My feet do the walking. All right. My liver, I can't live without it. Nobody sees it. It's ugly. It's a big old blob of red. But yet you take it out and I can't live. 
My kidneys do their work, and I've even got an extra one of them. I only need one, but I've got an extra one. My cousin needs one. Amen. He's going to get one soon. Amen. Uh, uh, so anyway, listen, we're all diverse, and the Bible says that in uh, in the Scripture, in John, in 1 Corinthians 12, tw- beginning at verse 12. Some of us are Jews, some are Gentiles, some are slaves, some are free, but we have all been baptized into one body by one Spirit, and we are we all share the same spirit. The only common denominator we have is that Jesus lives in us. We share the same spirit. The head, the one that does the thinking, lives in us. Okay? So listen to this. But our bodies have many parts, and God has put has put each part just where he wants it. How strange a body would be if we only had one part. Yes, there are many parts, but one body. The eye can never say to the hand, uh, Sonny Kathy can never say to John Johnson, I don't need you. And the head can't say to the feet, I don't need you. Well, try walking on your head for miles a day. Amen. In fact, some parts of the body that seem the weakest and the least important, like I just said, the liver, are actually the most necessary. And the parts we regard, the hearts. You can't see my heart. You, you know, and yet it is very necessary. I can't live without it. So we carefully protect those parts. God put ribs around them. Amen. God put a sternum here to protect those parts that when I hit it, amen, I don't burst it. Amen. So listen to this. So we carefully protect those parts that should not be seen while the more honorable parts do not require this special care. So God has put the body together such that extra honor and care are given to those parts that have less dignity. This makes for harmony among the members so that all the members care for each other. If one part suffers, all the parts suffer with it. And if one part is honored, all the parts are glad. Aren't you happy? I'm happy that John's in my life. I'm happy that Michael Lee Bumgardner's in my life. I'm happy that Dr. Raymond Wiggins is in my life. I'm happy, Venus, that you're in my life. We all are different. We're shaped different. I'm tall and horizontally enhanced. Amen. Some of you, Robert, I don't think you'll be offended by this. We, You talked about it and joked about it when we were at the gathering. You're short, but you're a Marine, man. <laughs> I said, Robert, I don't care if you're short. You made it through the Marine Corps basic training, buddy. So I'm going to be nice to you, okay? Even though I'm a big old bruiser-looking guy, Robert, you learn things in the Marine Corps that you can level me, buddy. Hey, man, uh, we're, we're, Brenda, you're different. You're outspoken. Uh, you know, your your uh, life has made you, I don't know, and it's probably your personality. Probably all your life, you've been a person, Brenda Shadden, that has just spoken out. You say what's on your mind. Nobody has to wonder what you're thinking. Stanley Smith, uh, God has you in a special way. He's made you in a special way today. Dave Johnson, amen. All of us are different, but yet diversity is the seed of functionality. And when it comes to the kingdom of God, we all, it takes us all to make up the big picture. Oh, I hope you've enjoyed this today. I sure have. I mean, I am so thankful that the Lord just spoke to me about uh, in Luke the, what was it? Luke the 12th chapter. I, I'm so thankful in Luke the 7th chapter and verse 35 that he said, Wisdom, wisdom is justified of not one of her children, but all of her children. It takes us all 
to be successful in the kingdom of God. I love you. I want to pray for you. Father, in the name of Jesus, I just thank you for all my friends and family. I pray this message has blessed them, that they will improve morally, that I will improve morally, that we will get better and change the things that we're doing wrong. Amen. That we will be, that we will be Christians, that we will represent you. Amen, Lord. The things that, uh, uh, that, that you didn't do, we don't want to do. The things that you did, we want to do. Amen. You went out and healed the sick. You didn't get in bar fights. Amen. Uh, you went out and, and touched the lame and healed them. Amen. But, but Lord, morally, I want to be better. And I want these folks that listen to be better, but I don't want to change my personality and I don't want them to change their personality, Lord. And you don't either. We are diverse, but we bring functionality to the kingdom. Help us to do it in a pure, moral way. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. I love you folks. I'm telling you right now, I'm so excited to be able to minister to you today. And share me on your wall right now, that old finger clicking on that mouse. Amen. Share us on your wall and let this go out virally to whoever God intends for it to go out to. Uh, please share it and, and let God uh, see it. Thank you, Christy Price Laro. Uh, for saying it was a good message. We want to hear that. Amen. I don't need a, a pat on the back, but it sure does help to know that we're blessing you today. I love you all. See you tonight at 8 p.m. on Intercessors Unlimited, 8 p.m. Central tonight. We had a great prayer meeting last night. And then tomorrow morning at 8 a.m. for another Sunny Kathy's five-minute sermon. God bless you all. Bye-bye.